Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is two up and two down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. All right, everybody. Welcome back again for another episode of two up and two down. And we've got a season nine episode of the bookstore. And Chris, what do you have for your first up? Yeah, the bookstore, believe it or not, folks, it was the fifth to last show ever. For Seinfeld, uh, close to 30 million people watched this Spike Ferriston written episode. And you know the deal, folks. Two positives, two negatives. Here we go. So first up, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, friend of the show. I loved her. I mean, she's. I think. She, I think she stole the scene. Rebecca De Mornay, of course, our good buddy. You know. Get that toilet book the hell out of here before I come over and punch you in the brain. I mean, as memorable as it gets in Seinfeld lore, let's be honest, uh, she was just amazing. Uh, of course, the play on Rebecca Dormanet, the whole thing. For me, in an episode that was, <laughs> there's not a lot of ups, folks. Um, and you'll see this thematically in seasons eight and nine with us where we give the guest star uh and up but she she had a well-deserved up for sure of course you're talking about uh sonia eddie the actress that played uh rebecca de mornay there and uh, yeah i definitely had that down as one of my favorite scenes in this episode so uh great up tony over to you what do you have for your first up we're talking season nine the store gotta find ups gonna be a little difficult to find ups on this one i do i, I even rewatching it now many times i've seen it but i rewatched it today and uh i get a chuckle i get a little bit of a chuckle this guy the security guy the bookstore when jerry goes up to him he's like you know i might be stealing always i goes where's your uncle that little lie he gives where's your uncle like this it's a perfect little like the guy nailed that character. I don't care what you say. I mean, hats off to fucking Hirschfeld for picking. He nailed that character. The security guard store who's just looking to fucking, you know, pin a steal on something. It's your uncle. Gives a little, hey, let me fight this guy. You know, five, whatever he says, five, five back, swarm, swarm. Uh, give that guy an up. Uh, I give that little scene an up where Jerry just trying to like scare him. And the guy's like, all right, this is it. This is what I live for. You know, you got me. I'm ready to do this. Uh, you know, where's your uncle? And then the swarm thing. Uh, that's uh, my first up. All right. I was just chuckling by you just doing his uh, imitation there. All right. Uh, Chris, back to you. What's your, uh, second up. Yeah. I can hear that guy's voice, uh, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I might save this for the grade, but and there's a lot of Uncle Leo in this episode. I, I just like a, a couple of his lines. You know, I should be loaning you money, but I'm not. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I laughed at that. And, you know, we don't care. We all do it. Like, from a from a concept, and that's what the whole this I think that's what the whole idea of the show was based on. Was Spike Ferriston, he saw a, a you know, something on the news about senior citizens and theft. So I get that's where it came from. And, and this small slither of Leo kind of talking with Jerry, I just always said, I should be loaning you money. I don't know. I don't know why I think that's funny, but, but I'm not just the way he delivered that line. I'll give, uh, I'll give Leo credit on that one. Um, again, season nine, 
I feel like Leo's featured a lot in these later episodes, which, you know, we love Leo, but when he's the focal point, that's a problem. Yeah, I see your point, uh, point uh, both ways there with Uncle Leo. So, uh, Tony, back to you. Uh, what do you got for your uh, second up? Leo <laughs> Leo had ups and had downs, right? Like Chris Pitts, there's a lot of them. It's not what you want. You want a couple of them. If you're going to have Leo, you want him just to come in and come out. He kind of dominated this episode, uh, which, you know. My second up is Leo. Uh, I, I, you know, I kind of like the uh, the Cape Fear, the Leo, where Jerry has a dream and Leo is doing the pull-ups. And, <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I know how I don't love it. I know he don't love it. I'm looking for ups. I'm going to give it up there. I think. I think in this context, it delivers a little bit of something that's like, okay, okay. Let's put Leo as, as he's got the long, you know, hello, doing the ups with tattoos on his fingers, the whole Cape Fear thing. Uh, that's my up. I mean, yeah, not the best. We'll get there, but uh, that's my second up. All right, guys. Thanks for your ups. Now we're going to do some downs. Uh, and Chris, what do you have for your first down? I won't use as my down, but that's a down. I mean, why are we doing Cape Fear? This is Seinfeld. I mean, and enough with the hello. Like, it, talk about beating a dead horse. We get it. Hello. I, literally every other scene. Hello? You don't say hello to you? I mean, uh, and then on his fingers? Uh, enough. God. But anyway. To me, the – and again, I, I, rumor has it this was written in at the last second, this whole rickshaw story. What, what are we doing? I mean, what are we doing here? Like, this showed it was written in at the last second. Like, w- let's have a rickshaw because Kramer saw it in a book, and now he's running around this – Newman knows a guy in the Hong Kong Post. I mean, wh- What? Like, help me out here. I don't even know. I don't even know. Is it funny? And then, the, the, and obviously that goes back to Demore De, De Mornay with the homeless are running around rickshaws. Just I'm tying that into the, the up, but that's really a down. I mean, the rickshaw story. I never got it. I may never get it. Uh, it wasted Newman. Down. All right, all right. And uh, Tony, over to you. What's your first down here? You got so many, uh, and. Chris kind of touched on one of mine, but I think I have enough here. I mean, there's so much here. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'm going to give my first down is actually, you know, Chris mentioned when I, when I gave my, my uh, uncle Leo as my up and he said, you know, Oh, hello. The hello. It played out. Yes. Agreed. My down is the, Newman and Kramer in his bedroom. I'm what? And then Newman says, Good night, Jerry. Good night, Newman. The plug for the hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. I just so Jerry's like, everyone out of here yelling, like, what is going on? Like this whole episode just off the rails from the beginning, just like a a, a hodgepodge of different things. None of it makes any sense, none of it's funny. Uh you know, it, it, it kind of jumps the shark, if you will, within the episode is when, uh, you know, 
Newman and, and Kramer in Jerry's bedroom while he's sleeping. And, you know, they say good night to each other in the hello, Newman, hello, Jerry voice, but a good night part of it. That to me, just that's where I'm out. You know, I'm checked out. I, if I wasn't already, I'm done after that. So that's my, uh, my doubt. All right there, Tony. And over you to, to you, Chris, for your second uh, down, what do you have? Yeah, season nine, you know, we love this show because of the conversations. We typically love the show when they have those conversations back at Monk's. But this one, this skank conversation, when Elaine comes back and wearing the same outfit, haha, at Monk's. Well, she just shows up at Monk, whatever. And the whole, you know, Jerry, oh, skanko Roman wrestling, and just, uh, I. And then George jumps in, oh, just tell everyone you're dating. Like, all of a sudden, he's like Mr. Advice Guy, which he never is, really. Um, I would have preferred that from Kramer, believe it or not. Um, it's just the whole skank, like, and then it just went, like, back and forth with it. And again, I, I touch on this a lot. Uh, you know, I don't like the coworkers over there at uh, at Peterman. It just, you know... Brightened the the skank story, which I just didn't like, and there's a lot more. I can I can go on and on with with, with the lane, but I'll stop just right there with the the skank conversation. Kind of set the tone for the for the episode as as the the makeout scene happened early on. So that's my second down. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, thank you, Chris and Tony. Uh, what's your second uh, down? He covered enough lane stuff. I mean, I had other lane stuff written down that I could kind of call out as specifics, but. Um, there's just enough here to give other down. So, um, I don't even know where to go with this. I have two, two spots. I think the, I'll just call this out. Cause I feel like this is going to rough cat feathers. Uh, the opening scene, Bramer, uh, you know, doing everything in the apartment. Like I, yeah. Okay. Fine. Make that scene third. And I'm with you. That goes on and on and on. And he does the other thing. And then there's a party going on. Then he does the stand-up. Then he rides the bike. Then he... Okay. A nice little glimpse into what Kramer's doing when Jerry's not there. I can I can even get behind in a season nine cold open. But they played that out. It just carried on. I didn't clock it, but long, long opening scene cold open kind of thing where where Kramer just did too much. It just threw too much at that. They could have cut that short. They could have showed us a couple of little clips of what Kramer might be doing in the apartment. And I would have I would have liked it. They went on a little too far. Uh that's my next down. All right. Thank you, Tony, for your that down. And uh we're gonna go to grades now. Chris, over to you. What do you have for your final grade here? Yeah, I almost think that that was an ode to pink hat fans. Um, almost like a mini clip show. Exactly. It was. That's what I said. It was. It was. Pink Hat fans love that. Yeah. And, and I and I get it, but too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, agreed. And you know, touch on Elaine. You probably had plenty of Elaine, but I mean, the fake crying at the office when she sees the guy making out. That one just always bothered me. Calling this one. Okay. Calling Jerry. Eat your soup away from the bucket, away from the. I, I can't watch that scene. Terrible. I mean, just 
the book, the skank talk. It was just boom, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We, we, the dream sequence, the, the sleeping in the room. Like I said, I think it's a wasted Newman episode. Uh, Kramer, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, we forgot to mention this. You know, the callback to Elaine dancing. This is the third callback. Enough. Enough. Um, are you going to dance again? And even George bring it like. <sighs> Bookstore is an F. It's, it's a clean F, uh, if you will. Not the worst episode of all time. But, you know, like I said, o- odes to the Pink Hat fans. You got Peterman, Uncle Leo. You know, uh, I actually, I had Brent Tano's as an up. I had the bookstore name as an up, okay? Um, and for those of you kind of grew up in the 80s and 90s, bookstores are actually a staple. You know, Walton Books, Borders, the whole thing. Uh, so I appreciated that in some capacity, but not enough to get into the D range. So uh, F, I, th- I think it's a fair grade. Season nine. After the bookstore. All right. Yeah. I think you made some uh, good points there for the grade that you gave. So, uh, Tony, over to you. What do you have for your grade? I agreed with the, uh, the old, I went to a bookstore this weekend. I went to Barnes and Noble. I was, I kept, I said it three times while I was in the bookstore. I cannot believe how crowded this place is and how it was a, one of the best Barnes and Nobles I've been in in 20 years. I was like shocked by it. I bought a record in there. I'm like, there's a red there for selling records at Barnes and Noble. Anyway, I digress. Um, point is O'Hara's a hundred percent right. I wrote down bad callback to Elaine dancing. We didn't even mention this bad callback to Rusty the horse, which I love in in the Rye episode, which which uh, one I think might have been our first two up to down ever. But uh, you know the callback to Rusty kills Rusty. The callback to Elaine dancing horrible. Uh, I mentioned the long opening with Kramer didn't like. Chris mentioned. Kind of hurt Newman. Newman, yeah, I agree. This is not, this is kind of one of those things where they're like, let's throw Newman. Let's throw Leo. Let's throw the parents when they also say we steal with the batteries and everything else. This is what happens. This is what happens in season nine. Uh, you know, I agree with Christo. It's not the worst episode. It's really bad. It's really dull. Uh, I don't have a lot of ups. I do have a lot of downs. Um, you know, I think there's enough. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Uncle Leo with the, I'm old, forget it. You know, I, I like the Cape Fear stuff. The Re- Rebecca Dorme, uh, Sonia Eddy, O'Hara mentioned. Um, I actually like Ganko Roman wrestling line. Line. I like the line. Uh, I like Leo at the coffee shop, which I think was Chris's up. You know, we're old. We all do it. Um, I liked Jerry. Uh, when Newman and Kramer hatched the idea of the rickshaw, no, 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 you don't. No, he doesn't. Uh, you know, yeah, that whole thing where he kind of plays off what they're saying. It's kind of an Abbott Costello type of uh, conversation stuff. Point is, I'm not giving the bookstore an F. I'm giving the bookstore a D minus. And and and, and Kramer Harris is telling me I gave it an A. Somehow he's going to tell me I gave it an A. It's not an F. I I, I got a lot of Fs in the holster. <laughs> You were just uh, going to be a B boy. You're just talking oh, about. All come on, I'm just I'm trying to give it something redeeming <laughs> to make up for my non F. Okay. Really, for you. I mean, full disclosure, folks. You know, 
I do this. We do this. I do this for, I do this for these guys. I don't do it for you. I, I want to make sure that these guys are, we're on the same page. I'm not giving it an F, but I'm giving it a D minus. Okay. Relax. Nothing crazy. To O'Hara, I just gave it an A. That's my point. That's why I had to preface all my stuff to make sure I gave you why I gave it a D minus and not an F. I mean, it's, it's not the worst episode of all time. I got plenty of F's in the holsters. The bookstore's a D minus. All right. To sum it up, uh, Chris gave it an F. Tony gave it a non-F. And uh, that's the story here with uh, the bookstore. So, again, thank you guys for your input and analysis here. Uh, and we'll see everybody uh, tuning in on our next episode. Thanks.